Hello everyone and welcome to the Foo for Thought podcast episode 62, 63. Oh, you got it wrong. Is it 63? 63. Oh, I thought you were going to nail it. Oh, okay. I didn't have my phone open so I couldn't see what episode it was. It's 63. Episode 63. I am Sean. I am the host of the podcast. I'm here with my wife, Devin. That is me. And sadly, it is just the two of us this week. I know. Um, So sorry, folks. Yeah, Cyrus unfortunately has a bit of tummy trouble. Uh, so he was unable to record this week. You're stuck with the two boring people. Yeah, unfortunately, the excitement of Cyrus is, is not here. <laughs> but uh, hopefully he will be back next episode. I, I hope so. I hope I he's back so, in yeah. two weeks. <laughs> uh, but it's nothing to worry about. Apparently, it's yeah, literally just stomach problems, um, which is you're probably used to hearing from Cyrus anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what's so different today. But yeah, apparently he's not he's not very well at all. Um, so this week uh, is our, I guess, our Halloween special. That's right. Um, we're not doing anything particularly Halloween-ish other than we're doing a Kung Fu horror movie. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu horror comedy. We are doing 1980s Encounters of the Spooky Kind, a.k.a. Encounter of the Spooky Kind, a.k.a. Spooky Encounters. Are we ready? Are we energy up? Are we my, excited? My energy's good. My energy's good, yes. I've got something for us to help pump us up. I know that we need like extra, some extra oomph since Cyrus yeah. isn't here, so I got something. I'm gonna have a if s- you'll indulge me. I'm going to have a sip of caffeine while you do okay. that. Okay, here we go. go I on. hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> You're an idiot. Devin loves this song, by the way. Alright, you're not playing the whole thing. I really want to. No, you're not playing the whole thing. No, no, stop it. Stop it. It's way <laughs> no. too long. Oh, stop it. Fine. You can't play the whole thing. It's like three minutes long. I know, but it's so fun. It gets pumped up from there, you guys. Do you know what? I'll, I'll, this may be a, um, um, an interesting confession, but once this song gets pumped up, it's dog shit. It's not good. I love it. Now, I only like the spooky, scary skeletons bit at the beginning. Okay. Once it turns into like, like a, a dance like a techno, tune. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah that's what gets you really energy high. Now, oh, I've been rocking this. For, uh, for the past couple of days yeah. in preparation for Halloween. Not that I'm going to do anything on Halloween, but yeah. No. Love the song. Okay. Oh, technically, you had a Halloween party to go to, to tonight, and we could have recorded tomorrow and you could have gone to your party. Meh. It's you know, fine. Not bothered, are you? No, not really. Okay. Not at all. Um, yeah, we don't really do anything for Halloween. Uh, we live in an apartment, so we don't get any trick-or-treaters or anything like that. Nope. So, yeah, uh, nothing exciting is going on. Uh, I, I think this podcast is our only halloween <laughs> type thing that yes. we're doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, should we talk about what we've seen over the last two weeks? Yeah, sure. We, we usually watch things together. Yeah. I've seen a few things. Or no, I, don't, I haven't seen a few ooh, things. Oh, ooh. we saw something. We went and saw something. We did go and see something. What did we see? We went and saw uh, No Time to, was No Time to Die, right? Mm-hmm. No Time to Die, the, the the last Daniel Craig 007 film. We did, we did go and see that, and um, it's incredibly good. It's really, really fucking good. Um, no spoilers or anything, please. No, no spoilers at all. It in in his out of his Bond films, it's not my fave. It's not my fave. Skyfall either. is still my fave. Agreed. Um, there wasn't as much action as i thought 
it yeah. would, there would be. Still very good, though. There was a lot of... There was enough action, but I have my gripes about the action in this one. Um, I feel like that... I feel like this film would have benefit, benefited way more from an R rating. I felt like the gunshots, uh, people actually getting hit by bullets was very obscured. Like, by darkness and shadow and, like, quick movements. And you couldn't really see it. Are um, the others R-rated? No. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think the others do it better. Oh, I think okay. the others capture the uh, capture the action a bit better. Oh, okay. Uh, this one didn't do it so much. Although, that doesn't mean it's a bad film. It's, it's an incredible film. What do we and do? We ranked our Daniel Craig ones, right? Yeah, our ratings were a bit different, weren't they? Just a little. I think it, I think it went... For you, what's yours? I think yours it, mine goes Skyfall, I think Casino Royale then no time to die then spectre then quantum of solace are okay put well, yeah we, yeah we yeah the the only things we agree on is skyfall is number 1 and yeah. and quantum of solace is the least favorite yeah yeah but after my i think i have i have skyfall i think i have uh i think i have um spectre okay then no 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 sorry Skyfall, Casino Royale, Spectre, Spectre. No Time to Die, and then uh, Oh my god, how you put Spectre above No Time to Die is beyond me. That's insanity. Spectre had some great action. It's it's not a good it, it's it's fine film it's not i i like it more than most people i think a lot of people shit on it um but i actually i i think it's pretty good. Hmm. I like Spectre. Um i think it's got a weak ending though. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, the film was Goodbye great. Goodbye to Daniel Craig. Fantastic send-off for uh, Daniel Craig. Oh, the, absolutely. The, uh, no spoilers at all, but the, the ending of, of, uh, of kind of Daniel Craig's final, you know, goodbye uh, to the to the series is fantastic. Yeah. Really, really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, um, who Who's the next Bond? Who do you want to be the next Bond, then? I don't know. I, I'll I have s- no clue. I think I'll it should it. definitely be, obviously, like, just an unknown. An unknown. I think an unknown. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I don't think it should be or, Idris- or not as widely known, less known, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it should be Idris Elba. A lot of people say no. it's Idris Elba. He's too old. By yeah. the time he comes around to being Bond, he's going to be about fifty, yeah. starting at fifty. I need. Yeah, obviously, I know they need a younger person. Someone messaged so me on Instagram. A good couple of movies out of them. Yeah, someone on Instagram messaged me and gave me a pretty perfect Bond and uh, Riz Ahmed. Oh, was that the one you told me about? Um, yeah, from Venom. Uh, from Venom? He, yeah, bad guy from Venom. He'd be really fucking good as a young Bond, younger Bond. You don't see I it? I have to see it. Oh. I mean, not that I don't Just think... Just Google that, not that I, oh, no, 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 no. I know who he is. I know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he is dashing. I just... Maybe because the films, uh, the few films that I've seen him in uh, aren't like very action-y. Or, but yeah. then again, I'm, you know, obviously, all you have to do is be trained up and you can... Yeah blow it away i hadn't seen daniel craig in an action film before he became bond exactly so, yeah, exactly so yeah that doesn't mean anything i suppose uh the other obvious choice is henry cavill i mean yeah he's superman he's, and he's the witcher and he's got enough yeah i agree i agree i think he'd make it a fantastic bond but absolutely he's yeah he doesn't need to be yeah bond um all right what else did we watch oh all right can i speak about the most important movie i've seen this year i think what dune oh yeah so we watched dune yeah um sorry i said it very american a second ago i said dune, dune, dune. i should say dune dune, dune. <laughs> that's basically how we say it um yeah i i we've i've watched it once and 
I honestly think it's in my top five films of all time. Ever. Wow. It, I don't think a film has blown me away more than this. It absolutely changed my cinematic world. Wow. I just Imagine if we had gone to the movies to see Oh, it. I'm so gutted I didn't. <laughs> I'm so gutted I but didn't. But no, we sat in our living room and watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, I think, um, you know how some people, like, the... You know how some people said when they first saw, like, Lord of the Rings for the first time? Yeah. It just... Or, like, Avatar. Or Avatar. Yeah. Or, yeah, th- yeah, exactly. You know how some people um, were, like, contemplating suicide because they weren't in the world of Avatar? There was a lot of that, was that going really on. really a thing? Yeah. There was well, a lot absurd. of people talking about online how their world... They, they were so depressed because their world wasn't the Avatar world that they felt like life wasn't... Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad and it's a bit crazy. Well... I kind of understand that mentality. <laughs> I just... Dune is absolutely fantastic. It drew me into the world. I knew nothing going in. Mm-hmm. I knew that the word spice was associated with Dune, mm-hmm. and I knew that Sting was in it. That's Not this one, but the older one. That's all I knew. <laughs> and it sucked me into the world, and it kept me engaged for, what, two and a half hours? Mm-hmm. And I was just... By the end of it, I was just... Didn't want to leave. I wanted to go back into the world. Yeah, it's very so... I saw here uh, years and years ago on the Sci-Fi Channel. If you guys are familiar with Sci-Fi Channel, they did a mini series of Dune years and years ago, and I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. So that, so I had, I was, I'm aware of Dune. I'm aware of the details in it. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that mini series. It was actually very, very good. Mm. So I knew what was what was gonna. I, I I know what's happening in the movie, but yeah, it visually it was fantastic uh of course you know they put their own take on it and i'm sure all of them have because i've never read the book so who knows uh, how 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 any of these like films or miniseries if you know they take their own spin and and make it a bit different from the book but yeah i I, the visuals of it it was very very tense and very very, right yeah very very large the space the spaceships in it are fucking huge great yeah the scope and the scale of it but yeah although yeah it's it's it was very very good oh it's so good very much enjoyed i can't wait to watch it again i I didn't realize it was gonna be two parts when it first when it popped up and it said part one i was just like are they gonna make two movies because there's a fuck ton of shit that happens well and i was curious uh and I was curious how they were going to make it work. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just, there's too much to fit in one movie. Well, they hadn't announced part two because HBO Max, or not HBO Max, sorry, whoever, I, I don't know the company who put it out, but the company that put it out were waiting to see what the, the returns were on the first one. And then the other day, I followed Dave Batista on Instagram and he just posted a little poster that said Dune Chapter 2 and said it is greenlit. Which is insane to me. To make this film... To purposefully only do one part of it and then to not do the second one is insane. That's, that's to leave this to leave it because it, it ends on a cliffhanger. Can you think of another movie like that that's done a first film but never got around to doing a sequel? None spring to mind. I bet there uh, are. I bet I'm there's sure something. There are. I yeah. can't. Yeah, I can't think of them. I, yeah, nothing the springs to my mind. There's no, there's no actual franchise I can think, or not franchise, but a film that had a big a would be cl- franchise. Yeah, a big cliffhanger at the end, and then nothing happened. Nothing came of it. Yeah. No. Anyway, Dune. Definitely watch it. It's fantastic. It's one of the best films ever made. Fact. <laughs> um, and I can't wait. Timothy Chalamet is fantastic. Everyone's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's just great. Great, great, great. Yeah. Um, I got a story. Hit it. 
Yeah. So, um, you guys meaning the listeners um uh, don't know but usually when we record we go to or recently we'd be going to cyrus's uh cyrus buys us food we have a little nibble and then we record yeah well last time we went there he, he bought us food and what i do is after i leave i venmo him for our food uh, you know how people do they yeah. pay for their own food so i forgot to pay cyrus for the food last time and uh, so the other day, I decided to Venmo him. Mm-hmm. So when we went to Cyrus's for the last episode, he bought us um, Iranian food. You remember? Yeah, and it was delicious. It was delicious. And I Venmoed him. And in my caption, I put a taste of Iran. <laughs> That's what I put. Okay. You, know, you put a little caption, you know, thank, for the, thank you for the tacos or yeah. whatever. I put a taste of Iran. Uh-huh. Venmo shut down my account. Did they think you were a terrorist or they something? They thought I was a terrorist. They reached out to me and they said, you have to explain this. Wow. Yeah. They, they said I couldn't pay him. They didn't put the money through to Cyrus. They wouldn't put it through. Mm-hmm. They put a suspension on my account. They wouldn't let me send any more money or receive money. Oh, no. And they were like, you've got to explain what this is. So I sent them an email and I said, look, long, long story short, my mate bought me Iranian food and I paid him back. What restaurant did you buy it for? From? Oh, no. They went fucking mental. Absolutely mental, asking me all these questions. Right. So eventually, I just, I thankfully, I knew what restaurant it was. Okay. So I sent them the restaurant. I sent them where it was, you mm-hmm. know, what city we live in, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, thankfully, they were pretty quick. They came back and they were like, all right, we've sent the funds and they've uh, and we've unsuspended your account. Holy For shit. Moment, I swear. You can't even put the word Iran. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy that we live in a society where you can't even put the name of a country in a Venmo message? Wow. Absolutely insane. Wow. Because what could it have been? I'm not going to put, like, oh, Iranian missiles or something like that. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, why can't... I don't know. It was dumb. It was dumb. Wow. So, yeah, they interrogated me for a little bit, and I I got my Venmo account back. (laughs) Holy shit, babe. Yeah, mental. Absolutely mental. Um, two little pieces of news for this week, um, I think are interesting, especially for martial arts fans. Um, the first one is Accident Man 2 is officially in production. Woo! Yeah, or not necessarily in production, but in pre-production. I enjoyed Accident Man. Yeah, it's a really, really good film. Scott Adkins is back. Um, it's not being directed by the same director who, for some reason, I've forgotten. Jesse V. Johnson. It's not being directed by Jesse V. Johnson. Um, it's being directed by two other guys, I believe, I'm not familiar with. We should watch a Scott Atkins film. We haven't watched one of his films in a long time. No. We blew through a bunch of them. Are there any other good ones? Or did we watch all the good ones? <laughs> we went ones. through a lot of them. You didn't like Indisputed 3 that much? Oh, we only watched Indisputed 2, didn't we? No. No, we watched two of them. We'll, yes. Okay. Um, you probably wouldn't love Indisputed 4. Okay. Indisputed? Undisputed, Undisputed 4. I can't think of another one. We've watched most of his we other ones. We've watched all the good ones. Yeah, we have. Okay. Yeah. Um, Boyka, right? That was his name? Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the fourth one is actually called Boyka. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Accident Man 2 is coming out, and um, it's got Scott Adkins, and it's actually just uh, cast, you don't know this guy, is a guy called Andy Long Nguyen. No. And he is a very good martial artist and a very good choreographer. Um, and I th- I hope he's doing the choreography for the film. Uh, but that's exciting. That's coming out. And then, of course, uh, The Expendables 4. I mentioned last episode that they cast um, Tony Jaa, uh, Megan Fox, and 50 Cent. Um, mm. They've just cast their villain 
and the villain is of course Eco Uwes from That's fine. the Raid series. So don't we, know about Megan Fox and Fifty Cent. Who cares? That's kind of <laughs> who cares? And apparently, I didn't know this, but Sylvester Stallone only has a very small part in this one. Um, it's all about him handing it over to Jason Statham. Oh, um, really? Yeah, Stallone isn't doing a lot in this one. He's already finished on the film, and everyone else is continuing filming. Interesting, okay. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So Stallone is kind of, you know, setting it aside and, and carrying on with the with the rest of his career. Right. Um, he has a superhero film coming out next uh, next year, Stallone. It sounds interesting, um, huh. where he plays, obviously, I was going to say an old superhero, obviously, he's an old man. Um, but yeah, no more, no more expendables from Stallone. It'll be a Statham vehicle. And I just hope we get Eco Uwe's versus uh, Tony Jaa again. A rematch from uh, Triple Threat. That would be nice. <laughs> um, although I think I saw a still, not still, but a behind-the-scenes shot that looked like Statham fighting Tony Jaa. So, interesting. Yeah, it should be interesting. I, like, I haven't seen Statham in a, in a fight film for a while, right? When's the last one he really had a good scrap in? Because um, he was in the Meg and he didn't uh, do anything in the Meg. The hobbs and shaw i guess oh shit yeah Yeah, no hobbs and shaw because after that yeah. was the 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 armored car thing and he didn't really he i didn't fight do in much that. in that yeah so oh, that I, film was so lame yeah wrath so of think, man thank you that's the yeah. name of it yeah hobbs and shaw i think that's it yeah and he was great in that he oh absolutely. still got the uh the old action chops on him absolutely awesome yeah that's the only news i had in, in terms of uh martial arts um I did watch a really good documentary, if anyone can get their hands on it. It's it's out there, if you know how to get it. Um, it's the Kung Fu Stuntmen um, uh, documentary. So it's all about uh, stuntmen working in the 80s in Hong Kong. So Sammo Hung, his, his crew, it's about Jackie Chan. But the interview, Sammo Hung, Mars, Chin Kar Luck, whole bunch of people. Fascinating documentary. Really, really good. Um <laughs> just it's just a bunch of stuntmen just basically trading not trading stories but telling stories about when they used to work in the 80s mm-hmm. and um just to give you an idea of one of the stories basically what would happen is a bunch of stuntmen would go and hang out at this one place they would say about 100 stuntmen hang out at one place waiting for a phone call to come through to say oh hey we need 30 stuntmen on set and then they'd pick 30 and they'd go off Apparently, Sammo Hung would call, and when any of them found out it was Sammo Hung, they would go, no, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Really? Because they knew they were going to get hurt, so they're like, nope, I'm not doing it. Oh, dear. And then those few select people that actually ended up working with Sammo, of course, became the best in the business. Wow. Um, But a whole bunch of people were like, no, I'm not working for that guy. Wow, really? Yeah, really interesting. Um, That's great. It's out there if you can get it. It it hasn't had a US release yet, and to be honest, I doubt it's going to get a US release it's just not the kind of documentary that will be big over here. But um, it also hasn't had a Hong Kong release. But it, if you know the right places to search, you can find it online. I will say that. Hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and start talking about the movie. Energy! I'm up, up, up. Yeah, this is relaxed. I don't know. With you, it's, it's definitely a more relaxed episode, yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's just the two of us. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think so. But that's fine. That's fine. That's, yeah. I know some people like Cyrus and like the uh, like the charisma that comes with him, and also like the banter between us and Cyrus. Right. Um, but this is a, a smoother, chilled. Like think of us as like elevator jazz. <laughs> you know, we're there. It's smooth. You kind of enjoy it. You know, just yeah, you're relaxed, just taking it in. That's right. 
That's right. Um, so, Encounter the Spooky Kind, directed by Sammo Hung, starring Sammo Hung, Chung Fat, Lam Ching Ying, and Chan Lung. I think that's Peter Chan Lung, right? I think so, yes. Um, choreographed by Sammo Hung, and <laughs> I thought this was quite funny. In the credits, it says, uh, action by Sammo Hung and his Hung group. <laughs> well, I'd like to be in that thing. I'd like to someone to say i'm part of a hung group <laughs> uh released on christmas eve 1980 in hong kong interesting which, yeah interesting time to release it um yeah so let's go ahead and talk about the film uh, obviously i can't i'm gonna ask you your opinion before i say anything so what did you think of encounters of the spooky kind um I thought it was fun. I actually, okay. I was actually quite surprised by the end of it. I very much enjoyed it. I liked awesome. it a lot. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I, I mean, it's there's a good a, one. There's a fuckload of shenanigans happening, but it's, that's the word I wrote in my notes. I was like, yeah. this film is full of shenanigans. But it's it, it's actually, <laughs> I'm shocked. I actually enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, like, okay, so, oh, so, so, what did you think? Well, it's interesting. This film, I've always said, is. Um, I've, I've pretty much you know i don't like to rate kung fu films in that i don't like to make a list a top five or a mm-hmm. top ten i've never really done that but when people ask me i typically say the young master jackie chan's the young master is my number one and i usually say encounters of the spooky kind is my second favorite kung fu film of all time interesting i don't think i'd say that okay i love this film yeah i love it it's great but having done a bunch of movies for the podcast I think The Magnificent Butcher is better than this. So I might pull that number two. This film is fantastic. Yeah. It's, um... Which is insane, given what happens in this movie. Oh, it's bonkers. It's a So should we... Yeah, it is very bonkers. Okay, so so let's do a a quick synopsis. How would you... Would you like to try your hand at a quick synopsis? I'll do my best. Okay. I'll do my best. Go. So, uh, Samo Hung is a dude. And he has a wife, and his wife is cheating on him with the local, like, prosperous... A rich guy and what happens is um in order for the rich guy to take samo hung's wife for himself he frames samo hung for the murder of his wife um but i he, was but before that he enlists what is he like a taoist well yeah that's that's my next to thing. try to use yeah magic yes oh, to yeah. kill him yes sorry yeah and he, when that doesn't work he frames him oh yeah for the murder of his wife sorry yeah Yeah, he hires a Taoist monk to to perform magic in order to kill Samo Hung yes and when that doesn't work he then frames him yeah sorry but um, the the monk continues to try and kill Samo Hung with a bunch of shenanigans yeah and then uh, Samo Hung befriends another monk played by Chung Fat who essentially helps him along the way right yeah yeah that's about it yeah Um, so this movie starts and (sighs) it's I didn't know what the two, hell was happening. Two starts and none of them make sense. Oh yeah, none of them mean anything for the for the like in the general, in the grand scheme of things. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. So yeah, it opens up with two voices mm-hmm. just chatting it up, and the screen, you know, the background is is very dark. It's black, and then there are these like two jars and these two voices, <laughs> and they're talking back and forth, and you learn that they're ghosts. And they're in the jars. And they're in the jars. And they're just waiting. They're apparently waiting for some random like person, some human, to stroll by. For what purpose, it's unclear. To and that they've been them. waiting there for years. And they, you know, Sammo Hung comes along. 
and there's like a skeleton hand comes out of one jar and like grabs his leg and then the other one comes out of the other jar and like <laughs> grabs his like yep. butt or something like that and then all of a sudden and so Samo's running and then all of a sudden there are these two I guess like zombie like bodies or or somehow yep. I was so fucking confused somehow these two ghosts now have taken form into bodies and they're like biting him and i'm just like are they zombies are they ghost zombies didn't understand what the fuck was going on and then the next thing you know he wakes up and it was just a dream all of that yeah insanity has just a dream. nothing to do with the and film. Has, yeah has nothing to do with anything else that happens in the rest of the film as well as the first 20 minutes of yes what yes oh my god i felt the same way oh my god so when all that happened and i was just like okay okay and then everything else started happening with the affair and the wife and then the Taoist monk and i was just like wait what happened to the what happened to the first 20 minutes what was that all about yeah it didn't come back at all the first 20 minutes so, is yeah. a, a way of just kind of setting up the film i guess to say hey there's spooky shit going on i guess so just so a random spooky opening that turns out to be a dream and then the next and then so the first official 20 minutes of the film just spookiness happens yeah but then and there nothing comes of it yeah, basically, Samo Hung's best friends tell him um, that there's a game in the West. And I, I don't know if this is true, but we'll... we'll, we'll right. So, we'll first, let's start with his name. And that's what brings it into it. So, his name, his character's name is Big Guts, right? His name is Big Guts. <laughs> and that's supposed to mean that he's, like, tough, right? I that he, thought, or, I, yeah. I got the impression from him talking with his friends that it's just supposed to mean that he's got guts. That he's, uh, like, that he's uh, tough, that he can't be scared or anything like that so they devise this little setup to try to scare him yes and then I, weird supernatural shit happens his name is a or is a double entendre it's oh, because well, yeah. he's got a big gut yeah. and he's meant to be brave as right. well it's funny um considering sammo hung is like one of the most respected people in kung fu cinema even back then when they were making movies he actually loves to call himself fat in his films he's mm -hmm. always calling himself fatty and big guts and yeah, yeah. piggy and stuff yeah um, so yes, his friend basically tells him, "Hey, there's this game in the West where if you peel an apple um, while without, looking in a mirror, yeah, without breaking the peel, um, a ghost appears, right? Essentially, I think. Or is it if you break the peel? Some oh, if you break and if you break the peel, something bad happens. Yeah, some it's weird. Something. Um, and I was like, is this an actual thing in the West? Never heard. I of it. assume it's just based on Bloody Mary, right? I don't know. You say Bloody Mary five times in the mirror, like Candyman. I guess. Yeah, I think. But still, it's weird with the apple peel. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't think that was a Western thing, unless anyone could tell me different that it used to be like. It was weird, and anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, he breaks the peel, but his friends. His friends set are, up this whole thing yeah. to like trick him and to scare him. Yes. And they devise this way for his friend to, you know, basically like reach his hand out or in the mirror or something like that. But then after that, after it's revealed that it was all a joke, an actual, I guess, ghost lady actually appears yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. And reaches, right, <laughs> reaches her arm out through the mirror, grabs his friend, sucks him into the mirror. And we never see him again. Never see this friend again. So, And then almost grabs Samo mm -hmm. and gets him in the mirror but she misses and then all of a sudden the building the structure or whatever the f wherever that place was that they were in and like an old temple was that meant to be I, I don't know yeah collapses with him you know running away horrified then literally the next scene it's like it never happened yeah the next scene you see him he's like uh um 
uh, riding. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, he's driving. He's behind Rachel? a wagon. A rickshaw. Or, or, no, there's a oh, horse. Oh, no, he's on it. There's, there's a, horse. a horse. Yeah, you're yeah right. He's you're right. driving this wagon with his with uh, Master Tam in it. Yeah. Like, nothing happened. There's no. no mention of it. No mention of his friends who... One got sucked into a mirror, and then the other ones, you never see the, no. his other group of friends. They all just fucking vanish. Yep. And it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's a very weird opening. It doesn't really make sense other than to establish that, hey, there are ghosts in this world. Yeah, I 100% thought that that ghost lady from the mirror was going to come back. Like, maybe that's what the, ins- the, the, the spooky encounter is. She's going to be following him or whatever. Nope. <laughs> never see her again i think it's safe to say that you had no idea what was going to happen in this film no clue yeah no clue you knew there was ghosty happenings but that's about it right right? i had no idea yeah um so yeah the film basically starts then um and uh long story short uh master tam goes into this building to what what building is he going into so here's the thing i thought it was a brothel that's what i thought too so 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 he's he's driving around master tam and he's talking about how master tam he wants to like run for mayor or whatever but he's talking about how i guess he needs like a woman like a wife yes he needs a wife and then you know sammo is just like you know you're like rich and any you know you could have any woman you want and so but i guess in the meantime he sneaks off to these like brothels for a little company yeah but but he's really doing is I guess Sammo drops him off at this place, but then the rich guy, Master Tam, ends up going to Sammo's house, and he's having an affair with Sammo's wife. Yes, and the ironic thing is that he tells Sammo to wait for him outside of this brothel. Right. And, of course, he's nipping around the corner and having a good old time with Sammo's wife. Right. Um, in this scenario, Sammo waits for a while, and he goes to the tofu shop. There's a there's a brilliant... I don't know why I love this bit so much, um, but... Uh, this tofu guy, um, Uncle Fuck is his name. I'm going to make sure yeah. I say that correctly. Yeah. And he tells his wife to go and like buy him some sugar for the tofu. And his wife's like, why have I got to go? And he's like, you know, you go and get the sugar. And she goes, well, what if I go off and cheat on you? And he literally just goes, fuck, I don't care. Go and cheat. Right. It's really funny. Obviously, he doesn't say it like that. But it's really, really funny. He's just like, yeah, go off. If you've got... He says like something, if you've got an appetite for men, go, go and have your fill. Right. And I just I just like that it's complete opposite. Most people would be like, oh, no, you can't do that. And in this one, he's just like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I, I'm going to be bothered with you. Um, so, yes. Um, Samo... Uh, essentially ends up at his house and there's two old men peering through his keyhole uh, and he peers through the keyhole and he sees a man's hand slowly caress his wife's um, uh, leg leg. you can't yeah you can't see the man all you see is his hand yeah so he breaks in um, well no he's like banging on the door like who's in there who's in there and so that gives master tam the opportunity to hop through the window to run away Yep, and then we get a whole Cinderella thing where he finds Master Tam's shoe and it's like, oh, the shoe doesn't fit me, so it must belong to someone. Right. And yeah, so then the the perpetual quest of the film is to find the man who the shoe fits. Right, but then Master Tam is like, I just, I almost got caught. What am I going to do? Yeah. Let me kill him then. Let me kill <laughs> uh, Samo, the, the man who, the man... Uh, who's married to the woman I'm having an affair with so I yeah. can get him out of the way and end all this trouble to begin <laughs> and be done with it. So then he divides. So then his little assistant 
you know, they devise a plan to try to kill Samo without it being traced back to him. And then that's when they hire a uh, Taoist monk. Taoist monk. Sorcerer. To, yeah, a sorcerer. Is Taoist and Taoist the same? I don't know, because they were saying that in the subtitles it was Taoist. Taoist. Okay, let's stick a with Taoist. Taoist monk. Because I don't know. To do some, some trickery, to do some sorcery, some magic to uh, kill Samo. And uh, the the sorcery sorcery the sorcerer, aka the Taoist monk, is played by Peter Chang Lung. And uh, anyone familiar with him, which if you saw his face, you'd definitely be familiar with him if you watch Kung Fu Cinema. Sadly, he died about two weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he passed away. I, I'm not sure how uh, or why. I mean, he must have been old, I imagine. Um, but yeah, about two weeks, three weeks ago, he he passed away. Sadly, M- maybe even maybe even less than that. But yeah. Sadly, R.I.P. Peter Chan Lung. Um, so basically, he hires this guy to come and tell Sam. This this film is basically a bunch of skits strung together. Yeah, that, that's basically right. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Like you say, shenanigans. Right. It's like it's like and, yeah, moments strung together. It's not like a coherent plot. It's just so, moments yeah, strung the, together. The, the monk is basically using magic to reanimate corpses. To try to kill Samo. Yeah, Samo is dared by this guy to go and stay in this monastery or, or temple overnight. And if and he stays overnight, yeah, he'll get silver, like 10 pieces of silver or whatever. Yeah. And of course, the objective is for the monk, monk, Dao, yeah, Taoist monk to reanimate a corpse that's in the temple. To kill him. To kill him. Um, and then we get uh chung fat who steps chung fat uh plays another taoist monk who oh yeah is his, the, the pupil his, uh the the taoist monk's pupil and and the taoist monk comes to him well, like no no they have the same master oh. he's just a lower ranked oh, okay. pupil right 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 yeah. okay and so uh um the monk comes to him and is like hey you want to help me uh do this we're gonna kill this kill this guy and then he's like, no, we're supposed to save people. And then the monk, he throws out this crazy line, uh, the line, and I wrote it down. He says, we've saved so many people, killing one would only be right. <laughs> Which was insane. Makes sense. So he's now all, you know, all the monk cares about is money now. And so yeah. um, Master Tam is going to pay him a bunch of money. And so he, of course, says, yes, uh, I'll take all this money so I can kill this guy. But, um, yeah. um What's his name again? Chung Fat. Chung Fat. He's like, no, I'm not going to help you do that. And so instead, he kind of uh, helps out Samo, kind of covertly. I think it's Chung Fat. I hope I'm not wrong. I have to look that up. Um, I don't know. I'm going to look it up now. That's not all the way on there. Sorry, Devin. So I need to position my drink in a better place because it is teetering off the... It is the... teetering. There we go. There we go. Yes. I'm going to look that up because I'm not 100% sure I'm right and I don't want to be wrong. Do we ever hear Do we ever hear what his character's name is? Yeah, we do. But do I, don't, I don't know what. I don't know what. I couldn't tell you. I don't know Hold what on. it was I'm, either. I'm looking it up now. Anyway, so yeah. So, so Samo, he goes into... He's There's locked. a brilliant joke, though, before that. Because remember, he's walking towards the temple and he comes across Chung Fat. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Chung Fat's heading to the same oh, temple. Oh, right, 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 right. And yeah. he goes, what are you doing in the temple? He's like, I'm picking up a body. And he's like, oh, what body are you picking up? He's like, a fat guy. Right. He's, he's going to be dead by morning. <laughs> right. I, I thought that was really fucking that funny. That was pretty good, actually. So, oh, yeah. he's Chung Fat. And his name is, oh, yeah, Priest Choi. Okay. Priest Choi. So, Samuel's locked into this monastery and, at night and... uh the corpse gets reanimated and pops up out of its tomb and yep. is hopping around 
Uh, now, were you, you were a bit perplexed by the hopping? Um, or not? Weirdly enough, not really. Yeah. I was just like, okay, he's hopping. I mean, I, I had no clue as to why, and you were kind enough to explain the origin of it. And I was just like, okay. And I, but honestly, I didn't think much of it. Yeah, let's jump into that a second, because anyone who hasn't seen this film, this is really one of the first... Um, first true jiang shi films uh jiang shi films are basically hopping vampire films and they are really their own subgenre within hong kong cinema uh the most famous i would say being mr vampire which i really want to do for the podcast because it's so fucking good um jiang shi jiang literally means stiff and she means corpse so stiff corpse and famously if you're not if you're not familiar with Hong Kong cinema or Jiang Shi, um, folklore determines that these corpses or these these vampires or zombies, they do not walk. They jump when they move. So they kind of hop, hence why they're known as hopping vampires. They kind of hop forward rather than walk. Um, and actually, I've got a little bit of a snippet I think I found it on a website. I don't, I don't think I found it on Wikipedia. I think I found it elsewhere. But I'm just going to read it out. So, the Jiangxi is a corpse reanimated by a Taoist priest. The priest commands the Jiangxi and directs it to a location for a proper burial. Jiangxis hop as they move and are able to absorb qi, the essence of the living. Uh, this, Oh, sorry. The ties between Jiangxi and vampires and the English translation of Jiangxi as hopping vampire may have been a marketing ploy manufactured by Hong Kong studios eager to enter Western markets. Unlike vampires, Jiangxi do not drink blood or desire immortality. Huh. So they're called hopping vampires, but that was to basically tell Westerners, hey, this is our version of vampires. Gotcha. What you guys have. Gotcha. And that's not the case at all. No. Yeah, they absorb chi. Um, if anyone's interested in finding out a little bit more about um, Taoist priest, uh, the history, not the history of Taoist priest, but like more in depth details about Taoist priest, the magic they used to perform. This is all fictional, by the way. Uh, the magic they perform and Jiang Shi. I can reckon. I can recommend a novel. Um, there is a novel called The Girl with Ghost Eyes by M. H. Bronson. I read it earlier this year, and it's all about Taoist priests, magic, Jiang Shi. And it's, it's a pretty good book. If you can, Well, I think it's available on Kindle. I got it on Kindle. And it's a really good book. And it goes, like, into the magic and tells you what's what. Um, like, you know, the little mirror that they use at yeah, the yeah. end? It tells you what the mirror is for. It tells you what the wooden sword is all about. It's actually a pretty good book. It, it tells you... The story isn't the best in the world, but it's very in-depth in terms of the Taoist priest magic. Um, very interesting. Hmm. And uh, Encounters of the Spooky Kind was the first film based on the traditional Jiangxi legends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there is another one, like I said, called Mr. Vampire, um, which I'd love to watch. It's. I think you'd enjoy that one too. Okay. Less straight up kung fu, um, more of a, like an action comedy. Okay. Um, but it's very good. Mr. Vampire is great. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was kind of. I kind of flipped the coin between watching Mr. Vampire or. Uh, encounters of the spooky kind so yeah. i'm still liking this choice yeah i think you'd like mr vampire as well okay yeah. um there's like mr vampire mr vampire 2 vampire versus vampire there's a lot all all ca- there it's a massive subgenre. this the hopping vampire thing is huge in huh. hong kong cinema um 
So, yeah, basically the first night, Chung Fat tells Samuel what to do. Right. And that involves getting up on the rafters of the building and then sleeping underneath the coffin that the right. corpse is in. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward a little bit. He makes it through the night. Um, and then he's dead to sleep a second night. And that's where I was just like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you go back in there? Yeah. You it, just had to f- a fight off a vampire. I mean, a vampire. You just had to fight a off a reanimated corpse. Yeah. Um, but for some bananas reason, he goes back. Um, uh, uh, what's the same again? Which one? Samo. No, the Ch- priest. Chung Fat. Priest Choi. Choi. Priest yeah. Choi tells him how to combat, uh, the trickery, the sorcery a second time. This, this time this with... This bit you didn't like. With chicken eggs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's some stuff happening with some animals in this. So, he has to, like, there's this bit where he, he, uh, uh, priest chow tells him about some stuff he needs to get he needs to get uh 50 chicken eggs he needs the blood and the paws of a black dog and there's Mm -hmm. a scene where he hands over a puppy (laughs) to a butcher butcher. didn't care for what that implied yeah and then the dog's alive (laughs) yeah and yeah and it's not nice it's not nice and then you cut to uh the monk and he's doing another set of rituals and there's a chicken and they literally cut off this chicken's head it's a live yeah i I like you can like once the head comes off like blood pours out and its wings are flapping oh yeah didn't like it that was a real goddamn chicken yeah um there's uh, kind of um kung fu films and hong kong cinema is is yeah you've brought up this before and i do not care for it i i found this interesting though because eureka um who put out the blu-ray that we watched they're a british label and so is 88 films and 88 films also puts out kung fu movies 88 films i haven't actually watched it yet but in their release of snake in the eagle shadow they actually cut the violence um between the cat and the uh snake there's like a snake and cat fight where a cat kills a snake and it's real um they cut that apparently but eureka they just kept in the actual killing of a chicken uh it's pretty brutal if you don't like animal killings then um, didn't like it it's pretty rough um oh you know what i forgot to talk about my horror journey this october i forgot to talk about how i'm trying to watch 31 horror movies in 31 days you mentioned it the, the last episode oh did i mm-hmm. i do it every year and i'm happy to report that it is officially halloween tomorrow and i've watched 33 horror movies in 31 days you did um and i am so tired of horror <laughs> you know, I, I need to take a small break from that <laughs> genre um so yeah, uh, one of the tricks that Samo is asked to do is throw eggs into the coffin whenever the coffin opens. Right. So like, I, I'm assuming because in the monk's ritual he's using chicken blood to keep. So he Samo has to get on top of. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's an interesting correlation. Yeah. I didn't so, think about. Oh, that. that yeah. I mean, because because otherwise I was just like, why chicken eggs? Since he's using why, chicken. Why anything? In this well, film? true. <laughs> and so Samo has to lie on top of the tomb, and anytime the monk tries to, you know um uh possess the the corpse and move it and open the tomb when it cracks open uh samo throws in a chicken egg and it closes and it but 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 
didn't what? have enough chicken oh, eggs. Oh, well, yeah, I was getting to that. Oh, sorry. Um, but yeah, so but the 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 guy who sold him the chicken eggs, he didn't have fifty chicken eggs. He had forty, and then gave him ten duck eggs. This must sound mental to somebody. Right? Like if you're not familiar with this right? stuff. Yeah. Which, so yeah, there's literally a shot of Sammo lying on top of this tomb, and every time it cracks open uh, with the corpse trying to get out, he hoofs it in the face with it with. A chicken egg. And then when he does that... Oh, I'm sorry. He cracks it. He cracks the chicken egg onto the lid of the tomb and then basically throws the yolk in the in the corpse's face. And when he does that, the priest gets hit and like right. falls over. Right. And, and it, it, it releases like that possession for a time. And it's just literally a couple of minutes of just back and forth. The monk yeah. trying to possess the corpse and get the tomb to open and Sammo throwing egg yolk in this corpse's face <laughs> and closing the tomb. Yeah, and it, it's interesting that you like this film because, like, upon... Like... Well, Talking about it, it sounds completely yeah, absurd. And something it. that I that I would... It sounds like something that I would hate. Yeah, that's that's kind of what but, I was thinking. But for some crazy reason, I was it okay. It works, right? I was okay. It's fine, it's fine. It's <laughs> weird magic and stuff, but it kind of right. works. Right. Yeah, which I, I, feel, I feel like that. Even the first time I watched this film, like you just did, I was like, oh, I'm on board. Yeah. It's weird magic I don't know anything about, but right. I'm on board. I get it, chicken yeah. eggs. It's, sure, right. why not? Why not? Why not <laughs> <A> chicken? corpse... <laughs> <laughs> a reanimated corpse getting hit in the face with egg yolk sure sure why not yeah <laughs> so yeah so eventually Sammo gets to a duck egg so of course it doesn't work and so the the, the zombie is, unle- bop, or corpse yeah, is unleashed uh, unleashed from its tomb and then an awesome fight ensues thank you I'm glad it's you an, liked it I loved the zombie fights so it's just good. so interesting just because so the zombie the way because obviously it's a corpse so it's very its movements yeah. are very stiff and robotic yeah. and I loved it yeah. it was great so good it was so so good Um, I actually wrote in my notes I was like this film takes a while to get to the kung fu but that first moment it breaks out and you get like just a dose of uh, corpse versus samo like old school shapes Oh my god, yeah. it's so though, good. Though at that moment with that fight with that particular corpse, I did make a note and I was just like, what happened to the ghost lady in the mirror? Oh, yeah. at that point? Yeah, at that point I wrote, I, that's when I was just like, is that ghost lady not coming oh, <laughs> coming no. back? No, she's done. No, she was done. Um, yeah, fantastic fight scene, really good. I do not know who plays the corpse in this, so I yeah. don't. Um, I know in Mr. Vampire, uh, Yoon Wah plays the, the vampire or the corpse in this one. I'm not entirely sure who it is, but whoever it is is an absolute beast. The style that they use, this, yeah, like Devin said, this stiff, uh, long nail, like they've got long nails, yeah. so they're trying to kind of stab Samo right. Hung. Right. Fucking awesome. It was fight. awesome. So good. It I, was awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little too short. I would have preferred it to go a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. I say that with every fight scene, so yeah. it doesn't really matter, I suppose. Um, but then, like, he. How does he defeat that vampire? Um. Why can't I remember? I don't remember either. Oh, we're shit. Yeah. How did he defeat him? Oh, damn it. I don't remember. I know. Oh, he pours the dog <gasps> oh, right. blood on him. Oh, right, 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 right. He pours right. the dog blood on him. That's right. That's yes. right. That's right. That's where it comes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then um, he gets arrested. Oh, no, no, no. He goes back. No, that's where we, that's when we find out later he goes back home. Oh, before we get there, I just want to mention, um, when he hits the, the corpse with the um, dog's blood, I don't think it's Peter Chan Lung. It must be a stunt double, but fucking hell, he does a hell of a stunt. Yeah. When he goes back through the roof, yeah. gets smashed through yeah. the roof. Oh, my God. There is a stunt where, like, he flies back, he hits, like, a slate roof, and all the slate falls on top of him. Mm-hmm. If you can watch that stunt, just 
keep your eye out for it because it's it's a heavy hitter it looks yeah. super painful yeah yeah so then they're like okay so the whole reanimated corpse trying to kill samuel doesn't work so we will frame him for yeah. his wife's murder yes so samuel comes home and the, his home is uh in disarray and there's blood all over the floor mm-hmm and you know he's calling for his wife where's his wife oh my god and then uh a sheriff pops up and basically like you you killed her do you think his wife agreed to this oh yeah i'm pretty fucked up though right oh yeah she sucks i'm gonna pretend that you killed me yeah oh well she sucked in the beginning the first time she oh she up. was a bitch yeah yeah she wasn't very I don't nice like using that word but she is a, she's not, not a nice she's not lady a nice person yeah so Samuel gets arrested and he's in jail and basically they're like you're gonna be executed tomorrow which is the, the, there's a weird bit after that when they're bringing all the food yeah and i'm not sure i got that bit i didn't understand that too so they're basically like you know they give them like a shit ton of food and they're like eat up this is your last meal because you're gonna be executed tomorrow and i think what he tried to do yeah go on is so like there's a so he starts like stuffing all this food in his mouth and cramming oh, it, it in to get a stomach ache. and i think he was trying to or you know like i guess yeah it was a, i think it was a ruse that Got he you. was trying to like sh- you know <laughs> a ruse. it's a ruse that just popped into my head it's a great word i a should ruse. use it more often that's a good one also um, calling someone that falls for a ruse a rube yeah that's a good one as well yeah yeah they weren't and rube. Rubes, though because they didn't fall for it no they so i think didn't. he tried to shove all you know he crammed all this food in his mouth and ate really quickly and stuff like that trying to fake a tummy ache so they would come in and investigate no seasoning on that chicken but no seasoning. no it looks pretty bland the the the, the roasted pig or suckling like whatever that pig was look, yeah look good but that, that looked delicious the chicken no seasoning but yeah but they didn't fall for it so um he like was throwing like the dishes at them and stuff trying to antagonize them to get the guards to come in and yep. he proceeded to whip their ass and he escaped he did he whooped them headed out and then does a bit of running away um and then goes to again just a weird little skit that happens and no one knows why it doesn't make any sense but it just happens he basically finds again like a little temple or or, or something like that yeah and he breaks so like a hideout and to sleep in for the night and there's another yeah there's another another corpse there and, and somehow they get like he gets connected to this corpse he holds he holds its hand in his sleep right <laughs> yeah yeah and then it absorbs his chi and then basically it- oh is that what happened mm-hmm. okay because yeah there was a bit where it showed it's holding its hand but i didn't understand how well okay that's right but you just explained that in the beginning what they do and they absorb yeah. chi yeah got it so it, was, it absorbs his chi and then basically becomes a mirror of samo hung everything samo does the corpse does right and it's a goofy little skit but it's it is. it's funny um i like the bit where samo pretends to slap himself but he kind of slaps his own hand but the zombie or that the corpse slaps himself right and it's it's funny it's amusing it's a what little I, silly what i don't get is what happened with the cat make completely beyond me so yeah so they're in this thing and the 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 the, the corpse is following samo's movements and then a cat comes in and jumps on the the corpse right yes and then all of a sudden the <laughs> my words were why did the what did the cat do to make the the corpse so aggressive because <laughs> all yeah. of a sudden the corpse flips and shit 
and starts trying to kill Samo. So I don't know whether it's a case of a black cat meaning like evil or something like that in in that kind of culture in the Taoist yeah. culture maybe, or it might just be a case of it absorbed the cat's chi and the cat was aggressive. I don't know. I don't it's know. weird. Was though. the cat rabbit and then so the corpse became rabbit? Yeah, I questioned it was that moment. Weird. As Didn't well. understand what was happening. So yeah, so now. Yeah, poor Samo. He's running through like the woods with this corpse on his heels, and then the sheriff and his men uh, pop up. So he starts running to the sheriff and his men with this corpse behind him, and get the the sheriff and his men to kill the corpse. The sheriff, played by Lam Ching Ying, by the way, if anyone's interested, the legend Lam Ching Ying, who sadly I found and I completely forgot about because I haven't seen this film for a while, does not have a single fight scene in this film. He has a tiny scrap later yeah. on, but um, Lao is amazing. He's a fantastic he? martial artist. Um, I, I think he... I don't even know where he got his skill set from. I don't know if he was part of the Peking Opera or what, but Lao Ching Ying is amazing. We'll watch a film in... I think in two episodes time, no, mm-hmm. three episodes time, we're going to watch the prodigal son okay. and Lam Ching Ying is a, is a character in that sadly, uh, died, I think at the age of 44, I believe, um, very young. Um, he, he got cancer and apparently he refused treatment and he refused to tell people that he had cancer other than his close friends, um, and family. And then sadly it, it, it just, yeah, right. it took him out. Um, but Lam Ching Ying, again, in Mr. Vampire, he is well-known in the Jiangxi uh, genre for playing a Taoist monk. He plays it in, like, every film. Um, great guy. But in this, he's uh, he's the sheriff. Right. And uh, he kills the zombie that's chasing Samo. Yeah, they set it on fire. They set it on fire, and then Samo goes to hide out in, like, a... Is it... it uh, <laughs> it's got lots of coffins in there. Is it, like, a funeral the... home? Yes. And I that's think where so. um, Priest Choi, Choi mm-hmm. is. And so... He, he doesn't fight he... in this film as well. Chung Fat doesn't fight. No, not you really. You know where you've seen Chung Fat before? Oh, there was... Oh, he did. He, did. Oh, he has he a fa- sword fight. He has a wooden sword fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know where you've seen Chung Fat before? Where? And absolutely hated him. Where? He was in The Magnificent Butcher. He was the fighter that sounded like a cat all the time. Meow, meow. Oh, that's him. He's yeah, amazing. Didn't, didn't care for Didn't care for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, he goes to this like funeral home with loads of coffins, and uh, Priest Troy tells him to hide in a coffin. And this leads to my favorite joke of the entire film. I fucking love this joke. Uh, Lam, Ch- Lam Ching Ying rolls in with his crew. And he's like, search the place. And oh, they, right. they search the place. And it's like, uh, they come back and say, oh, we didn't find anything. And he's like, searching the coffins. And Ch- they're about to search the coffin with Samo hung in. And uh, Choi uh, goes, oh, don't look in there. That's That, that one's old. That and one's old. And covered in bugs. And, yeah. yeah. And um, there's a brilliant joke. I don't know why I love it so much. Where Lam Ching Ying pretends to be brave. And like, you can tell that he's actually scared and he opens up the coffin with Samo hung in and puts his head in, but he's got his eyes closed so he can't see Samo. Right. Then he pulls his head away and he's like, oh my God, the corpse is so ugly, so terrible. Right. It's covered in bugs and it was actually Samo hung. It's my favorite joke. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Uh, and just, then, <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. So then Samo uh, just joins uh, Choi mm-hmm. and what are they doing? Delivering coffins? What's yeah, the thing? Pr- pretty and, much. Yeah, and yeah, just hanging out. 
basically and samuel's like i'm gonna find still has on still walking around with that shoe and he's like i'm gonna find the man that yep. belongs to the shoe because you know then i'll find out who killed my wife and uh but then the sheriff catches up to them again and uh a fight ensues what you think of that one that was good what do you think of when he's fighting with the stool? Yeah, when he's... Oh, the fighting... So, first... Okay. <laughs> yeah, so there's first, a lot going on yeah. in this scene. So, first, the monk, like, he puts a pin in uh, Samo, so, like, his he can't uh, use one of his arms. So, he has to fight without one of his... And that was Just so to cool. clarify, he puts a pin in... I'm sorry. Like a, a voodoo doll, right, essentially. Right, yeah. Like, it's like a voodoo doll type of thing. And so, Samo uh, fighting without that one arm. It was very cool. Yeah. It was great. Him flopping around, and, and yeah, it was it was fantastic. It looks very good. It it's, looks very, it, very good. It honestly looks like... Do you know what this film reminds me of? I don't know if you've seen it. This film, weirdly, it reminds me of Evil Dead 2. Haven't seen it. In that there's a bunch of shit happening. It seems like a bunch of skits, just wild shit happening. And in Evil Dead 2, there's a moment where um, Bruce Campbell can't use his hand. It's it's against him. Mm -hmm. And that's the moment where he has to cut his hand off in mm. the film. What year did Evil Dead 2 come out? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Carry on talking then. But it was, but it was, it was very, very cool. So like, so Choi figures out what's going on and goes to confront uh, the monk, and they have a very cool fight with the wooden sword. Evil Dead Two came out long after this. Sam oh, okay. Raimi, you own, uh, you owe Samo Hung some money. I think. <laughs> and and then uh, so then um, uh, Choi defeats the the Buddhist monk, like whips his ass. Uh, yeah, there's a there's an actual physical fight between right. between the two priests, and they're using their wooden swords. Mm -hmm. um, if you know anything about Taoist uh, priests, they use wooden swords. Um, it's made of a particular wood, and it's basically used to banish spirits and and ghosts and stuff. But they're fighting physically with it, and it's a pretty beautiful fight. Really mm -hmm. good choreography, mm -hmm. fantastic stuff. And then in the meantime, Samo Hung is fighting Lam Ching Ying's men, right? And he uses a a, a bench right so then oh boy <laughs> so then the uh choi he sets up a little some voodoo dolls and takes control of uh those deputies or whatever they were um and have them turn against the sheriff yeah. and so there's a fight amongst them while uh so samo can get away i know you don't look out for as much as i do did you notice any doubling for samo in this i did yes oh you did at least i think what moment did you notice a double the series of flips i thought that was samo i wasn't sure oh, i could be wrong i could be wrong i thought there was one point where it looked mean, like though. his shirt came up or something like that and his skin looked a lot paler oh than okay, okay i thought it was those series of flips yeah that's the only that's one of the only bits in the film i was just like is that him right i tell you what though he moves in this film oh yeah he, does, he some does crazy movements of course he does. Yeah. lots of jumps and flips oh, absolutely yeah um that um if anyone's not familiar with it, there is. A, I've spoken about it three times so far, but there's a fight where Samo uses like a little wooden bench um, to to fight off the the flames, the sheriff's man, and it's so fucking good because not only is he fighting them like like he's staving off their sword, staving is that a word? Staving? Yes. Okay, he's fighting off their swords with the bench, but he's also putting the bench down. He's rolling over it. Yep. He's just doing amazing stuff with it. Yep. Um, it's really, really good stuff. I think if you were to pit that particular fight scene against uh, Yoon Biao's and Jackie Chan's fight scene in The Young Master with stools, 
I don't know. Oh, I just keep saying stools. They're kind of benches. Um, I don't know who'd win because I find amazing. And then at the end, well. after he like whoops all their Brilliant asses, punchline. he yeah, he sit, uh, he sets it on the ground and then sits on it and then it breaks. Brilliant. And then he falls on the floor. Such a good punchline. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Samuel's got such a great um, mind for for comedy. I mean, Jackie does as well. Obviously, Jackie's I think the crown prince of comedy when it comes to kung fu. But Samuel's so funny as well. Yeah. So in the end, uh, they figure out uh, that it's uh, Master Tam. Master that Tam, yeah. They have to go to Master Tam's house. He's the one behind uh, this murder plot for Samo. And um, the, da- uh, the monk is there again. And they have this... <laughs> It's like these two, the so the priest and the Dallas, they have their, but they both have their altar set up and it's like a DJ booth. And I was about to say an altar off, you know, like a DJ, like yeah, a mix absolutely. off. It's an altar off and where, they exactly just, where they're throwing magic back and forth at each other. The last 15 minutes of this film are insane. Yep. Insane. And yeah, throwing magic back and forth at each other. So like light beams and shit are, ba- are being thrown at each other. Yep. And then they're throwing out like magic and having Samo and like the dude and like a couple guys on Master Tam's side be possessed. We need to talk about that though. These, a, a yeah, little the possessions. Bit Those fights were great. So uh, the bad um, priest has an assistant. I do not know who that assistant is. If if you guys know what other films he's been in, let me know um, because he's fucking fantastic. He gets he gets shit on for the entire film. Yep. His, his master treats him terribly. So what happens is um, he is possessed by uh, the priest possesses his assistant uh, with a particular god, and then uh, Samo's priest. Oh, by the way, we get a little uh, naked scene of Samo as well. Oh, yeah. We? we see his booty butt cheeks. Yeah, we do. That's, uh... Yeah, yeah when, uh, when Choi is, like, is marking him uh, painting talismans or something on yeah, his body, all, yeah. all over nice, his body. Nice so use we, of talismans. I like you. it. So, Good yeah, one. we see Samo's uh, butt cheeks. Yes, we do. And, uh, we see we almost see a full frontal. But yeah. Chung Fat's head covers his dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Samo is possessed with the Monkey King. Yep. Um, so he's got the Monkey King inside him. So he does Monkey Kung Fu. And basically, uh, the the other guy, the I'm sorry, I don't I don't even know his name, but the the bad priest assistant, he's got this golden ring that he's fighting with, like a Great. large golden hula hoop. Great. And he's going up against the monkey style. Oh my god, I love that fight. That I was love great. It. Uh, Samo's monkey style is second to none. I, I don't know if anyone does it better. Even uh, with, oh, and, with and even though, even though there are moments, so like it's where they're talking <laughs> back and forth. So there's like monkey noises coming from Samo and chipmunk high pitched chipmunk noises gibberish. coming gibberish from the other guy. So they're these two. The both of the gods are basically talking shit to each other. Yeah. Um, it's great though, but it, but it, but there are these sounds that are supposed to be coming from each of them, but they're not their actual voices. Even though even though that was that insanity was happening, still enjoyed it. The fight scene is phenomenal. Like yeah. it's, I'm not saying it's one of my favorites of all time, but oh my god, I just in the early '80s, I don't think anyone could, or late '70s, I don't think anyone could come close to Samo. I don't even think Jackie came close to Samo in terms of choreography. Hmm. He's just insane. I think. The Magnificent Budget, which I know was also Young Wu Ping, but still Samo had some say in it. Uh, the uh, uh, Magnificent Butcher, um, a film called Knockabout, uh, The Prodigal Son, and this. <sighs> An odd couple. Oh, no one was touching Samo. He's 
that's why he's my favorite mm-hmm. yeah so there's a fantastic monkey fist against this golden ring fight and it lasts for quite a while it's a good like five seven minute long fight and um the the guy with the the ring gets beaten and then i'd completely forgotten that there was another fight scene i completely you know the the spear versus sword fight yeah I completely forgot that was in oh, this did film. You? Yeah. Yeah. So then they get um so Samuel gets possessed by another they, they one. Just some of something the else. Red boy or something. Right. Yeah, by I, something else. Yeah. And then Master Tam gets possessed. Yep. And so Master Tam has a sword and Samuel has a spear. And that was and then, beautiful as well. Yeah, that was yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, I will say there is undercranking in this film. Um some of it some of it you can't notice. Um some of it you can notice. Undercranking is speeding up. Gotcha. Um, there's some speeding up, probably a lot speeding up, but it's it's not too egregious. Um, but again, sword versus spear, no one does it better than Samo. Fantastic fight scene. Yeah. So, so good. Um, and then, yeah, basically after that, after Master Tam gets killed. Yeah, he kills uh, Master Tam, and then so the priests... Get some uh, more magic. Yeah, get some more magic where they basically throw flames at each other and uh, the Taoist monk gets set on fire. The bad. Daoist the bad monk. one gets set on fire and dies. There's and a hell of a stunt as well. Yeah. Yeah, he, he jumps off the... Like, his um, his uh, altar is kind of stacked up in the air right. on top of some tables and he takes a tumble while on fire off the top of that onto yeah. the ground. Great stunt. And then, but even the good one, even Choi dies just, I guess, because even though he was able to survive the flame attack from the bad monk, uh, it still in the end killed him. Yes. And then comes the most bonkers moment in the yep. entire film. So then, so, oh, so what we didn't reveal, so uh, uh, Samuel's wife is alive. Oh, yeah. We didn't, so it was yeah. a whole, so the whole setup of, of uh, him being set up for her murder, she was actually alive and at Master Tam's house. Yes. Because um, they were together, because they were having an affair. And she comes out and, you know, she sees everyone's dead. So she, like, tries to put on the waterworks and runs to Sammo and just be like, oh, my God, thank goodness you're okay. Master Tam, he was going to try to rape me. You know, oh, my God. And um, he was just basically like, nah, bitch. And, like, punches her in the stomach, like, Beats three times. <laughs> and, like, lifts her up Gorilla in the air. Gorilla presses and, her. Right? And hoofs her. Yeah. Yep. And end of movie end of movie freeze frame end freeze of movie freeze frame of a him with <laughs> lifting her over his head and sh- and tossing her yeah it, it literally ends with white beating yeah B- yeah yeah bananas it's it's a very interesting ending to the film yep. although she kind of deserved it yeah she sucked i'm not saying you should beat women of course, at any yeah, point yeah i mean but granted the, she sucked but yeah, yeah in but the context that of the was, film it makes sense <laughs> that was a shock yeah <laughs> Yeah, and that's it, really. And yeah, so that is encounters of the spooky kind. Yeah, um, uh, Devin did actually point out to me that the this version of the film is actually encounter of the spooky kind. No s. Um, they did add the s to make uh, people think it was more related to encounters of the third kind, close encounters of the third kind. Um, but. Uh, Eureka, who put this out, actually take off the S and, and leave it as encounter of the spooky kind. Really I, enjoyed it. Great film. Yeah. Such a, such a, just a, a, um, a, a film filled with just joy and laughs and no, not really big laughs, but just, just magic, kung fu, comedy. You can't go wrong. It's just like a thoroughly enjoyable ride. 
yeah i'm 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 quite shocked given uh given how much shenanigans are in this the fact that yeah the fact that i <laughs> the fact that i enjoyed it i was shocked i i, I like this i'm film. shocked yeah i like this film it's very good um anyone oh he actually has a question later on but i'm sure anyone who listens to the podcast will be familiar with our listener rama and uh rama messaged me um on instagram and i said i wasn't sure whether you or cyrus would like this one and he said that on letterboxd he gave letterboxd is a uh, is a site where you can uh, keep a diary of the films you watch and you can rate them he gave it four and a half stars out of five interesting and he only took half a star off because of the chicken death okay otherwise he said it would be a five star film okay which is fantastic um yeah just encounters of the spooky kind if you can get your hands on it and there's a sequel to the film there is encounters of the spooky kind 2 um which i have never seen um i've seen lots of clips from it um i know that it got a french dvd release but it never got a western release or i know france is in the west i mean a u.s release or uk release maybe on vhs but um never a dvd release and i never got around to seeing it sadly um but i know the second film has no relation to the first film only in name you look perplexed babe no i'm no 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 are you okay yeah i'm good okay you looked a bit confused sorry no you want to get into listener questions yeah absolutely okay we have quite a few um so let's go ahead and jump into them now let me pull them up um all right gandolfini the gray all right uh my good friend benjamin really good guy messages and says favorite records that you can jam to back to front without skipping a song soundtracks count greatest hits don't Oof. so that's hard for me because i don't <sighs> you're not an album person right i am not I, very rarely have i ever come across an album where every song jams for me i've there's some i, I know there have been some where like the majority of them but there'll be like maybe four where i'm just like meh and, <laughs> and i don't listen to um yeah that's a hard one I, uh, I and i the only thing that i can think of like straight off the top of my head cool. were the first the wait did he say did he say the first like the first album or their favorite no favorite oh i don't know if i have a favorite i remember i recall the first one where i enjoyed the majority of the songs Go on. um uh no doubt's tragic kingdom oh that's an interesting one i've never listened to that album all the way through i i recall enjoying the majority of 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 that album oh okay yeah but that's an interesting I, don't, one. I don't have a favorite i got a few i i jumped into uh spotify and checked to see which ones i had okay um so this one the first one i say is the most impeccable album ever made from front to back it is non-stop jams and is a perfect album okay bad by michael jackson yeah you can shove yeah. thriller up your ass thriller is a great <laughs> album but bad is perfect yeah perfect album so we've got bad by michael jackson uh enter the wu-tang 36 chambers by wu-tang clan aquemini by outcast never mind by nirvana although i will say i think there might be one song on there that maybe i don't like um i believe the song's called territorial pissings i'm not sure i like that song <laughs> i can't remember dummy by portishead that is a flawless album moment of truth by gangstar uh doggy style by snoop dogg is perfect there's no bad songs on that album uh raekwon only built for cuban links that's perfect 
Uh, one that I thought Devon might mention, but she hasn't, would be the Hamilton soundtrack. I think oh, that's pretty flawless. Thank you. That's my answer then. <laughs> pretty, thank you. That's yeah. my answer. Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about because I was because yeah I was think that's a musical and I didn't think of soundtracks. Yeah. One hundred percent Hamilton. That's yeah. my answer. That's okay. That's 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 fine. And then my last one is music by Cave Light uh, by Blockhead. It's a um it's a instrumental hip hop album. He used to. I'm not even going to go into it, but he's great. He's, it's an instrumental like he produces all the songs but there's no rappers over it. it's great um yeah all right that was i i struggled with it i think i could find more but uh, i don't like back in the day i used to listen to like pearl jams um albums like front to back but these days i'm just like yeah i don't know um yeah no i feel like give me a musical little shop of horrors yeah yeah that's a good one yeah, yeah. majority yeah basically nearly every single song that's pretty good there you oh, go some musicals yeah, little shop of horrors yeah yeah hamilton oh my god could jam i can always jam to hamilton Hamilton's a good one good one um next question is from keep forward productions okay um so what films made you tear up and you're not a big crier i'm not a big crier I typically am. yeah he is for the most part like i'll purposely if i think a film is going to make me cry i'll purposefully avoid it <laughs> um philadelphia nearly uh my 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 eyes welled up a bit philadelphia fantastic film um tom hanks and denzel washington are, are fantastic and there's this one moment um i think it's when tom hanks he's listening to like he's you know his character has aids and you can tell that he's getting sicker and sicker and there's this one moment where he's like listening to opera and it's very emotional and i remember getting a bit welled up plus there's also moments of how you know how his character is treated that's, um, that's definitely a sad film yeah yeah philadelphia fantastic. you don't even have to point out the moments that film's sad as shit yeah it is i didn't cry that though yeah i didn't cry either i, I watched but it for the first moments. time recently oh did you i didn't know you watched it i watched it for the first time this year oh i didn't know you had actually watched it oh yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. there were just yeah there are bits where i kind of welled up a little bit that made me sad yeah um i have a list <laughs> okay it's not long but okay. there's a list so um I was a thinking list of, isn't it just one what did he say was it just one or name a film what films made you tear up oh what films okay yeah. so a recent one is marriage story um the film with adam driver and scarlett johansson uh that made me cry uh, or tear up i won't say cry like mm -hmm. i wasn't like boohooing um lost in translation it doesn't make me cry anymore but originally it made me cry portrait of a lady on fire if anyone hasn't seen that film if you can stomach that ending without shedding one tear then you're a stronger man than me um the first film to ever make me cry was the green mile mm um i shed a tear at the end of the new star is born a star is born mm. um when the inevitable happens yeah and then i think i can't remember I, I have a feeling i i welled up at this one there's a film called if beale street could talk and i think oh, okay. i welled up at that one as well um but they're the ones that, that come to mind i definitely think there's more um squid games made me cry yeah that one episode yeah made me cry twice that one episode was pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm a bit of a bitch when it comes to movies. I, I Like, if something is, like, strongly emotional, I will cry. I never used to. Never used to. No. The Green Mile was really, like, a um, just a random film that came out of nowhere that made me cry. I never used to cry, but I think I've gotten old and I've gotten more tender. Aw. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, this is an interesting question. I, I'm not sure I have an answer for it, but Kickass Vargas um, sent a message and, and said, you can choose one film to become a horror film. Which would you choose? And he says, for example, mine would be five undead element ninjas, which is quite interesting, actually. Ah, uh, interesting. So take one film. I see film. what you're saying. Yeah, take one film and, and make it a horror. Huh. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought that's really tricky um, because it's hard to take a film of another genre and then picture it as another genre. Sorry, it's hard to take a film of a certain genre and then picture it as another genre. You know what I mean? So what I think, what I so you got. I one? feel yeah. I feel like I got one, and they and it was already kind of done. Um, in what if that episode with the zombies? Oh, you'd like to see Marvel zombies and having Marvel superheroes be zombies and just like yeah, they basically destroyed the world. That's not bad. And yeah, that the idea of that just yeah, with them being undead and still having use and under and comprehension of their powers, and yeah, so I go with I so just so hit me with a a Marvel movie and a Marvel superhero. That's a pretty good one. All right, yeah, you 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 get a you get a way out there because it's kind of already been done. But I'll let you off. Yeah, so sorry, but it, but it was it was that was a great episode. Yeah, that's really good, really good episode. I like that too. Yeah. Um, one film that comes to my head, and I don't know why I'd like to see this as a horror film, um, but I'd love to see The Last Samurai as, like, a zombie film. Huh. Like, Samurais versus Zombie. And I know people will probably think, Sean, it's already been done. There's a film called Rampant, and there's a show called Kingdom. It, they're not action-heavy. Neither of those are action-heavy. Um, Rampant has more action, but I didn't love Rampant. In fact, I turned it off. I didn't like that film much. Give me a straight-up samurai film with zombies, or, or even better, forget that. Give me a samurai samurai film with vampires. Huh. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. And fuck it, throw Tom Cruise in. <laughs> Tom Cruise killing vampires? Sure. Do it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? Love a bit of Tom Cruise. Um... Yeah, I can't really think of any others. I swore I had an answer for this that was better than that. And I, it just, nothing springs to mind. Uh, but yeah, just a, a good samurai vampire film. Yeah, I'm all over that. Okay. All right, let's move on. Um, all right. Uh, Japanese cinema. Uh, he's Japanese underscore cinema on Instagram, if you want to follow him. Uh, questions for this week's podcast. Thank you, sir favorite film series that is martial arts related adjacent mine are the lone wolf and cub series Roroni kenshin and i consider the venom mob films as an unofficial series do me a favor stop tapping your mic oh sorry <laughs> sorry um that's cheating by the way with the venoms films they are not a series unofficial or official they are not a series <laughs> i don't know i don't think i have an answer for that because i don't know any no, you did. You've liked the two Roroni Kenshin films that you've seen. Well, I like the second one. All right. Yeah, you haven't been that eager to watch the third one, so I've. I just simply forgot. Okay, that's fair. Um, I will say the obvious. I think. Um, well, I think there's kind of two obvious series. One of them is Once Upon a Time in China. Um, fantastic series. Have I seen that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, wait do we want to do we do it for this podcast yeah you didn't like it oh uh, it's the jet Li one and you didn't like it with uh, the ladders at the end 
You didn't uh, care for that. Okay. I love that series. Um, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, I have not seen Once Upon a Time in China 4 yet, but the Criterion box set comes out later this year and has part four. Uh, so I'll be watching that. Um, but all the others, great. Uh, one through three. And then five uh, is okay uh, with Vincent Zhao instead of Jet. And then Once Upon a Time in China and America. I like that one. I think it's underrated. Um, another series uh, which is obviously fantastic is Jackie Chan's Police Story. Um, I think Police Story 1, 2, and 3 are perfect films. I think they're fantastic. Um, new Police Story I also love. And then you get into what... I don't know what the other one's called. Police Story Lockdown, which is shite. Um, First Strike, some people consider that a police story. Uh, I don't, but it's a good film. If you do, it's a fine film. Um, I think that's about it. Lone Wolf and Cub is fantastic as well. I mean, that's such a great series. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish I would have seen the Zatoichi films, but I have not seen them yet. I don't want to pull the trigger on spending $130 on films I've never seen. Oh, dear. Yeah, the series is meant to be really, really good, but it's a lot of money for films I have never seen. I've seen none of That's, them. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Um, the It Man series, I, I, that's, uh, that's cliched, but uh, they're good. They are good films. I mean, you can't argue with that. Um, there's a few... No, even, even the worst of the It Man films are good. You know, people say It Man 2 and 4 are not as good, but still solid series. Um, I also like the Sharpo Lang SBL series. Um, yeah, I like Sharpo Lang 2. I like Paradox. Yeah. So there are a bunch out there, um, but I think they're the obvious ones. I would say my favorite is Once Upon a Time in China. I think that's a pretty great series and one of the best of all time. Um. And then the second question is, second, what is the best martial arts movie of the last decade that isn't the Raid 1 or 2? Martial arts that isn't the <sighs> That's a flipping tough one. Hmm. Um, I still count this up there. I, I honestly think it's one of the best. Um, I've seen it three times now, and I just, I still think it's fantastic. I think The Night Comes for Us should be rated. I think it should be rated up there with The Raid. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's quite as good, but that film is just wonderful. It's so good, uh, and I wish more people watched it and more people talked about it. I mean, and we more, all know. Fucking love that movie. That's so good. Um, again, I hate, to, I hate to stay cliche, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say another cliche answer. John Wick 3. Hmm. I mean, it's not a flat-out martial arts film, but it's near enough. Oh, I guess it's not a martial arts film. I guess that's cheating. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's more action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's action. I wouldn't call that martial arts yeah, at all. Yeah, you're right. Um, then I'd have to go for uh, the Rurouni Kenshin films. Um, I think Rurouni Kenshin is one of the best series ever, of all time, of any genre. Um, whereas the first one isn't the best, I will admit that. I like it. I like it a lot, but it's not the best. I think uh, parts two through parts, what is it, five, are just wonderful. Just fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of others now. Donnie Yen films. No, not really. Of the last ten years, what? That's It Man 4, Raging Fire, and Enter the Fat Dragon. 
Yeah, those three I wouldn't put up there as, as the best. I like Enter the Fat Dragon a lot. That isn't one of the best. Um, yeah, that's difficult. I'm actually looking at my Blu-ray collection now, <laughs> trying to work out which ones I absolutely love. Um, and I'm not entirely sure. I think... Um, like, I love Scott Atkins' uh, Avengement, but I, I think... I'm not sure that's technically a martial arts film no way because he's just whooping ass yeah. he's just ground and pound yeah exactly it's not much of a martial arts film no, so. not at all. yeah i don't know I, I i i don't know i think the ones i've mentioned definitely i Rurouni kenshin definitely stand out as, as being the best um i i keep saying that's the single best example of sword play in any film ever um it's unbeatable no one's ever done better um and then this film's like um um oh, what the hell's it called i love god of war there's a film called god of war um with vincent zhao and samo hung in it i don't know if that came out in the last 10 years though but i fucking love that film um i i bet anyone who listens to this podcast feel free to message me with the obvious ones i've missed because there's definitely ones that i've missed i know um but yeah they're the ones that come to the top of my head uh thank you for asking <laughs> rama asked a question rama he says question time what are some interesting and useless facts you know that sound fake and he says that dogs dogs are not allowed in uh, antarctica they were banned in 1994 people were worried that they would infect seals with diseases and harass the animals so dogs are not allowed in antarctica i did not know that i i useless facts don't sound real i knew a fact but um the fact changed i i i fact check i fact checked myself so i grew up knowing that an englishman stood on the walls of a town called chester was allowed to murder a welshman as long as he shot him through the chest with a bow and arrow that was the rule that was the law okay so you could legally kill a welshman i'm welsh by the way so um yeah you could legally kill a welshman in an english town and apparently that was an established established law and it's still written on the books somewhere obviously murder is illegal right but apparently it's still on the books i actually fact checked myself and that is not true it's never been true um what happened was someone high up in parliament or somewhere actually suggested a law in which if a welshman was found within the walls of chester um at night he would be executed <laughs> but not murdered like he'd be i guess professionally executed and i think i i always thought that i was pretty wild with the facts but i honestly can't think of any i can't think of a single one yeah i'm sorry i should have given this question to devon beforehand yeah um not an easy one i can't one. think of a single one yeah i'm sure i'm i'm sure i have useless facts but whether they sound fake or not i don't know yeah or i can't even come up with any useful facts i know that a pig's orgasm lasts an hour <laughs> is that real mm-hmm real fact huh yeah a pig whenever a pig orgasms it lasts an hour i don't know why hour. i find that disturbing because it's a pig yeah and it's weird it is weird i also know that um only one yeah here's a question for you okay only one other animal in the world other than humans have sex for pleasure what animal what other animal has sex entirely for pleasure what dolphin really mm-hmm. huh. yeah. 
dolphins are the only other animal in the animal kingdom, apart from humans, that have sex for actual pleasure. Huh. They'll just meet up and bang. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of one. Yeah. I don't know any other off the top of my head. I wish other I knew than, some. Yeah, like... I mean, I know some random stuff, but they don't that they don't sound made up like, and that yeah, everyone else already knows. Like what? Like Pluto isn't officially a planet anymore; it's a dwarf planet. Yeah, that one. Everyone that's only knows. yeah, that's a lame one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah, nothing's bringing to mind. I I always thought like I knew a lot about movies and stuff, but like no movie facts sound wild enough to be like, oh, that, that I don't believe that. Yeah, I feel like mine would be, uh, yeah, I feel like mine would be nature-related if I if I could recall any. Yeah, sorry, Rama, we'll let you down on this one. Sorry, sir. I bet Cyrus has loads. He seems like the type of weird, like, interesting facts. Ugh, we should hit yeah. him with this and find out. Yeah, maybe we'll save it for, well, I'll maybe ask him on next episode as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll do this one again yeah by the way um i just want to say comma candle links um i'm leaving your question until next episode thank you for sending it it's just one that's aimed more at cyrus than devon so i'm going to ask that next episode Okey uh martial arts film freak asks us two questions cool cool, cool. uh kind of one for me then one for you okay he says i finally dove into wu-tang clan's catalog what do you feel are essential songs for new fans look there's a wu-tang rule the Wu-Tang rule is, for, for, for people who are new to Wu-Tang, right? Listen to 36 Chambers, their first album. Then listen to Raekwon's first album, only built for Cuban links. Listen to Jizz's first album, Liquid Swords. And listen to Ghostface Killer's first album, Iron Man. If you've got those four albums, listen to them through and through. I'm not I'm not going to pick certain songs from them. Listen to those four albums from start to finish and then pick out the gems you like from those albums because those albums are the best the Woo has to offer. Um and there's plenty of other albums that are great. Um but those those four Devin just yawned directly into the microphone. I thought oh, that was quite sorry. funny. Sorry. No, because you had the microphone away from your head, and then as soon as you started yawning, you held it to your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I, I didn't, didn't hear mean it. To. I couldn't hear it. I just saw it. I, I thought that was kind of funny. To. I didn't yeah. mean to. Um, look, look, I'm talking about the Wu Tang here. It's Ex important. Please forgive me. Yes, I will. Did you hear a bang then? Oh, was that someone leaving? It was okay. our neighbor leaving. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, listen to those four albums um, from start to finish. And then jump into Wu-Tang Forever, the Wu-Tang's second album. And that is a double album, and there's a lot of garbage on there. But listen to tracks like Triumph, um, It's Yours. I'm trying to think of others uh, off the top of my head. I can't think of them. Uh, but jump into the album, give it a listen. But those four, uh, Ghostface Killer, Jizza, Raekwon, and then 36 Chambers are a must-listen from front to back. Um, Method Man's first album, Tikal, has a few gems on it, but it really is or was an overrated album. It's not that great. Mm. But yeah. I don't know nothing about the Wu Tang, so. How many Wu Tang members can you name? Method Man, you said one. Oh, yeah, I've just named a bunch. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So probably the ones you just said. But other than that, you know nothing. Method Man, Rizza, Ghostface Killer. Yeah. You, you just said Jizza. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. Who's who's the only uh, dead member of the Wu-Tang Clan? 
Old Dirty Bastard. Well done. Oh, that was a fucking guess. What was it? <laughs> that was a fucking guess. Well done. Yeah, ODB. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. He's the one. He's yeah. the one. That was a big-ass guess. You didn't know he was in Wu-Tang? No. Um, if you like wild and weird hip-hop, listen to ODB's first album. It's a fucking awesome album, but I will never say he's a good rapper. I mean, he was interesting, but not exactly a lyricist. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that's the answer. And then once you've really gotten into the Wu-Tang and started like plucking out songs, I do recommend delving into like their... Um, uh, their offshoot project not not the not the i mean what am i trying to say like the b-list wu-tang members of the wu-tang extended family so you want to start listening to like um killer priest and sons of man and if you count grave diggers grave diggers uh and what was the other one wu gambinos um no wu syndicate sorry not wu gambinos wu gambinos is an amazing song on raekwon's first album uh but listen to wu syndicate that's an underrated album their first album great sorry i'm going down a wu-tang rabbit hole (laughs) and talking way too much and the last question is simple question for the occasion this is from Martial Arts Film Freak. Anyone got any Halloween stories? And what are your favorite Halloween candies? Ooh, okay. Halloween stories. I don't really have any Halloween stories. I've had some fun Halloweens. Went to some uh, some scary haunted houses on occasion. Went to a, a house party for Halloween. That was really fun. What you um, addressed as? Uh, it was just, it was a, I mean, I just found something cheap at like a Halloween store. It was oh, okay. like a, it was like a baseball uniform, a ladies one. Okay. Um, uh, but that was, was really it fun. a sexy baseball? So they had two different versions. One was a skirt, but we're talking late October and I was just like, I don't want to be cold. Uh, oh, so you did the non-sexy option. So I option. did. So there was one, so it was pants and it was a crop top, but I wasn't comfortable showing my tum. So I had like a tank top on underneath. So I did, I made it non-sexy. Oh dear. Yeah dear 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 yeah but that party was fun um but my favorite halloween candies i mean obviously if there's some chocolate in there i'm all about it but non-chocolate ones oh, like that's the obscure- most i know i know so wait a minute i was i, I was going to chocolate. elaborate hush, sorry go ahead hush my more obscure favorite ones that i only ever see in halloween uh top is uh the top rated one is dots fucking love dots i don't think i've had dots Dots are like these tough like gummy things that get stuck in your teeth but i love them okay love them the fruity right yes okay i 100 oh murder murder dots dots yeah so even though it's not chocolate that would 100 be my top one but then after that yeah just you know chocolate so m&m's snickers reese's um but like, I don't one. like, but I think candy corns are weird. Uh, I don't like candy corn. Um, yeah. Um, I don't have any Halloween uh, stories because I grew up not celebrating Halloween. I never went trick-or-treating and I never went to any Halloween um, parties growing up because I grew up in the UK and it just wasn't that big there. And then when I Really? Came, yeah. Halloween isn't a thing over there. No, no, no. It's a thing, but it's not like like here. You guys are mental when it comes but to Halloween. But even as a kid, you're telling me you didn't go trick or treating. Never, not once, not once. Well, that's just absurd. Never. Yeah, yeah. Um, no parties, nothing. Just Halloween isn't that big. It might be bigger over there now, but nope, didn't do anything. Ugh, missed uh, out. And then even when I came here, I was kind of too late. Like I was too old to go to stuff. Um, well, I'm not too old to go to parties, but 
I just never knew any parties. I, I never dressed up for Halloween over here. Yeah, I've tried to get him. Sean agreed once to go to a haunted house. Oh, with I me. can talk about that story. You can do that. I've tried to get you to All go right. again, but he refuses. So I went to yes. It was you, me, and my mom. It was. We drove to some far out like place and. Oh, bless you. Sorry, some random. Buddha bless you. <laughs> Some random part of Maryland I don't even uh, never heard of and don't even remember, but it was a long ass drive. Yeah, it um, was like scary town, Maryland or some shit. Yeah, and we <laughs> we went to um, a haunted attraction. You uh-huh. know, um, it took ages to get in there. There was it was yeah heaving. There were so queue. many people there. So yeah, we were, had to wait outside for a while before we could go in in the cold. Yep, and um, we went in there, and of course Devin's mom and Devin put me first they're gonna push me up <laughs> in, in front of everyone so all the scares would come to me first and i tell you what i put on a brave face you did because you did not know i was fucking terrified i didn't i had no idea i was so scared and i hated what's crazy it. is of course it. we know that it's not real yeah but it's still and what annoys scary. me though is like scary <laughs> movies and stuff they do not scare me yeah this terrified me. I didn't it's like it so at all. so bananas how you know it's not real. You know it's just people in costumes and stuff, but yet it's still, yeah. There was a it's, moment I remember, I remember vividly. It's, it still stays with me. There's a moment where we went into a, like a black dark room and there was this guy. It took me a while to work this out, but there was a guy stood in the upper corner of the room and he was on bungee ropes and he jumped down like a fucking madman and then jumped back up. And it was the scariest thing. I oh, almost I don't shot remember him that. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. I almost punched him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people who's just like, yeah, if you come too close, I will attack like a wild puma. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like it at all. I wouldn't go to another one. Honestly, I wouldn't go to another haunted house. I wouldn't mind going, but, yeah. he, wouldn't, but he won't go. Go with other people. Cyrus wouldn't go either. I bet exactly. he wouldn't go. <laughs> you two are no fun i i just don't like it i don't like people being paid to scare the shit out of me because <laughs> it works okay i don't know why either very annoying like I, clowns don't scare me but put me in a room with three people dressed as clowns i don't like it <laughs> yeah so as, as for halloween candy i can only think of one oh reese's i love i mean i'm a sucker for reese's but honestly Give me as many Sour Patch Kids as you like. <laughs> I love Sour Patch Kids. I don't like sour candies. Never oh, have. I'm all about sour. Mm-mm. It tears up my stomach a little bit, but yeah, yeah I love sour. Yeah, I was never, I'm never, ever, ever a fan if someone puts any type of sour candy in front of me. Just no thanks. I yeah, will, I will w- not partake. I wouldn't eat any like wild sour things like those warheads that are meant to be like the most sour thing. I don't know, whatever. But sour I love. Yeah. Mm. All right. This is a very timid, I know. gentle episode. I feel like I feel like we should do. I hope you know. I hope Cyrus will feel better soon, and I hope at the very least we can maybe. I would love it if we could just record like just his opinions and then his answers to these questions. Oh, uh, maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I um, hope he still watches it. Listens. Oh, the film. No, watches the oh, film. There's no way to watch the film. No <laughs> way. I oh, I want him to watch this no. so bad. I would love to know what his opinion is because I'm shocked that I enjoyed it. So I'm wondering what his take on it will be. I've got fifty dollars on oh, Cyrus. Yeah, not watching I, it. I know it's unlikely, but yeah. I hope I can. Uh, I don't know. I'll pest. Well, he can't be pestered into doing something. So. I literally lent uh, Cyrus a DVD of this film because it's nowhere online. 
um, I gave him one of my old school DVDs, and I know just he's never going to watch it. So, <laughs> which is fine. That's fine. I mean, he's obviously unwell, and just that's yeah, that's the way things go sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I, I don't want to apologize for it being a, a timid episode, but I think it was just a nice, chill, you know, less jokey. I don't know why I joke less with you and more with Cyrus. <laughs> I don't know why that's the I, case. Because it's, it's the it's your bro thing. Yeah, it is a bit of our bro thing. Yeah, it's really. your bro thing. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I guess also because I'm with you all day, every day. Yeah. And yeah, I think our our dynamic is just a little bit different. I'm always excited when I'm with Cyrus because I never see him. Right. So literally the only time I see Cyrus is when we do the podcast. We're great <laughs> friends. We're very, very good friends, but we don't hang out. Um, and then, yeah, especially now. Yeah, with COVID and Cyrus being um, a germaphobe, a germaphobe, you know, we we see each other less and less because we can't go anywhere because he doesn't like going places. Right. So when I see him, I get very excited, and that's kind of where the jokes and the laughs come out. But mm-hmm. with me and you, I think we just you see my ass every day. So who I cares? do, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sick of you. Get rid of me. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. If you don't enjoy it, just consider it a bonus episode. What are you doing? Can I, no. can, I, can I end it on no please no is it spooky scary scans again yeah can i finish it no or, some, you can't or not finish, finish it. it but continue it no it's a halloween episode no. it's a halloween song no i'm talking about i'm going to talk about next episode mm. we're not we're not ending with spooky scary skeletons one it day one day when we're very very famous someone's going to listen to this and copyright strikers and we're going to have to pay loads of money because you're playing scoop spooky scary skeletons why can't i play it it's on spotify you're on spotify <laughs> so our next episode oh my god i've lost you've got me all all oh dear you're in a tiz where have my notes gone Ooh, did you delete them accidentally oh dear uh-oh hold on oh there we go i found them again where are you going about what like what our next movies are going to be yeah. you couldn't find it you could just post it later yeah but i like talking about it on the episode okay so we've got three um three movies in the the list upcoming and then we're gonna have to just readjust and work out what we're gonna do in the future i've only got three movies left okay all right so the next movie um i assume it's gonna hit streaming services i believe it's going to so the next movie is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings sweet 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 so we are doing that osiris has not seen that movie me and Devin have uh the episode after that is going to be samurai cop um if everything works out perfectly we will have rama on as a guest cool um yeah i i know there's a bit of a time difference between here and there so oh shit i forgot about yeah, that hopefully we can work something out because we record obviously in the evenings and oh my god yeah. oh god cyrus is gonna have to wake up before three yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see either that or rama's gonna have to stay up <laughs> So, Samurai Cop, by the way, I just want to say I watched the trailer for Samurai Cop the other day. This may be the best film we've done. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is going to be wild. It looks very, very funny. Then, um, so, Shang-Chi is the next episode. Samurai Cop is the one after that. And then the last film I have in the list is The Prodigal Son. Um, so, okay. the, the Prodigal Son will be on December 12th. I do not know our Christmas movie yet. Um, we're not doing a Christmas movie because there's no such thing as a Kung Fu Christmas movie. Maybe we'll do Die Hard <laughs> or Home Alone. Um, so they're the next three movies that we've got um, to do. So they're not going to change. They are not subject to any kind of change. They are set in stone. 
and then after that we'll do a christmas movie not a christmas movie but our christmas special our christmas episode um i did say the christmas movie would be shaolin versus llama um i'm still i'm just not a hundred percent on that uh, because there's not really a good version out there it's all full screen yeah there's there's problems there there's no widescreen version um or good widescreen version but we'll see we'll see all right all right did my voice just break did it i did. go up you, you cracked all a little right. bit <laughs> oh, oh, oh. all right everyone oh no that, that doesn't happen that doesn't usually happen with me no oh, that's strange oh dear what a sad note to go out on all right then thank you Ooh, very much you want me to brighten it up brighten what up movie or, or a song you, you said what a sad note go on oh crap oh my gosh i oh watched my, my grandma <laughs> See, this bit sucks. I like this bit. This bit sucks, everyone. Alright, say goodbye while it's playing. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll catch you next time.